Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create incredible relationships. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw, and we are taking your calls on money and life and relationships, whatever you got going on, we're here to help. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Jade, it's been a long time since we've been together on the show, man. How are you? I know. I've been on vacation, John. How's it been? Great. Great. I don't I had to remember what my job is here. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up, I was like, what do I do? Oh yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good times. It was good times. We went to uh Fort Lauderdale Beach, got a lot of time in the sun. You know what I'm talking about? Came home. It was the fourth of July. And and might I add, can I say something controversial before we get to the phone lines? Bring it on. We didn't bring the kids. Was it incredible? Yes! <laughs> Do not bring your kids on vacation. It's not a vacation when you bring your kids. It's a trip. That's what I heard. I heard it's a trip when it's you take trip. your kids. It's a trip. You got to just, every once in a while, just do a little something with your significant other. You know what I'm saying? Was it magic? I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine being in that space. Okay, well, let me, let me just break it down because I know I, I made a couple of posts from the road and... I was telling them how like when we first got to the resort, man, it was so expensive. I got like two waters and like these little bottles of champagne. And he was like, that'll be $68. I was like, stop <laughs> it. Stop it right now. I can't. So, you know, I had to take the, yeah, I had to take, I had to take the waters off and get, go with the Dasani. Go with Dasani. Yeah, man. But overall, great trip. Great trip. Great trip. Great trip. We I went camping with, with my kids. Yeah. Oh, really? I should have known, John. You're an outdoorsy kind of guy. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm, I'm going to go with your wisdom. Of, you're not? Don't take the kids. Oh. I, I like that. That's right. I did not take that. I, I took the kids. Uh, let's, go let's go to Will in Denver. <laughs> hey, Will. What's up, brother? Uh, nothing. How are you guys doing? We're partying, man. What's up? How can we help? Um. So my wife and I are... That, We've never gone through Financial Peace University kind of inadvertently. We are going through the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the only debt we have is our mortgage. Um, a lot of our peers and our family friends are having debt problems, um, and I think it's causing some stress in some marriages. I don't think that locally, in person, we really have any Financial Peace um, University classes available. How does one, I, I would like to offer that to our community. How does one go about facilitating that? Wow. Well, number one, I I just love your heart behind this. I love that you're, you know, looking at your community. Um, you know, if, you, if you're rich, but nobody around you is rich, what does it matter? You know, you want everybody to be able to partake in what you've learned and what you know works. So I really, really love that. Um yeah, I would just suggest going to RamseySolutions.com slash peace and signing up to be a coordinator. And look, we are always looking for more coordinators because that work that you are going to do and that work that so many coordinators have done, I mean, that's what's changing lives, right? I mean, you got a hold of that information, even though you said you didn't like actually take the FPU class. It's the same I information. Wife, I think my wife read the book like a decade ago and mm-hmm. we have not been as you guys say, gazelle intense, yeah. um, but we got there. Um, Good. And I, I think her and I should probably sign up and take an official class first. Um, but from there... Uh, I mean, you I, I could, mean, it, it, but you don't necessarily have to. 
here's what okay. I, I here's why I would do it. Will is you don't you don't you may not need the money information or the insurance information, but there's something about working in the messy lives of other people, and you'll hear stories. I think, um, and Jada is something you and I experience a lot. Where in our in our world, where somebody has an experience, a personal experience, and they try to pass that off as expertise, and uh. so will you and your wife have the way it's happened for y'all. The benefit of a class may not be learning the baby steps. You may already pick all that stuff up. The benefit of the class may be watching fifteen or twenty different couples as they have had to navigate this in different ways. And that, when you watch a collective group of people go through a on, on the same path. That's the road to wisdom when you can start coming okay. up with these universal answers, right? That aren't just just how Will and his wife did it, but it's mm-hmm. it's how we've seen a bunch of couples do it, and that's that's the sign of that's a really great coordinator that can do that for folks. Mm-hmm. And so, just go to uh, Ramsey dot com and look for the coordinator role, and that's something we could maybe facilitate through a local church here and offer it to the community. That's right. Yeah, you can, when you go onto the coordinator site, you can choose what type of class you want to do. So you can do an in-person class, you can do an online class, or you can do like a a flex type class. Um, And the flex basically just means, hey, you guys watch the video on your own, and then we get together to talk about it, whether it's in-person or online. Um, It sounds like you want to go like old school we sit in the room together. We watch the video together. We learn together. And I, I just, I love that. Um, I think that both ways can be effective, but I got to say, I think that when everybody's in a room together, the energy's there. I just, I think that's uh, next agree. level right there. So, Well, let me catch you this. It's it's RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. RamseySolutions.com slash FPU is the, is the site. And by the way, you can also... You can do it in a coffee shop. You can do it after hours at your workplace. Um, people are starting to pick up these classes all over the country, and historically they've been done in Sunday school classes. And as more and more churches have stopped doing Sunday school classes or they've rolled classes online um, or they have gone to streaming services, these classes okay. are popping up in in different organic spaces, and it's pretty rad to see a group mm-hmm. of people get together after after hours at the gym and do this class or mm-hmm. folks do it after work together. So there's any number of places where you can do that, but I'm really grateful, man. Oh, and Absolutely. hey, let me tell well, you one you other thing. So much. Let me tell you one other idea. Um, back when, when Sam and I first started hosting classes, if kind of like what you're saying with your neighbors and the folks in your community, we actually would just like hand tap people on the shoulder and say, hey, I'm hosting this class. I'd love if you were in it. And that mm-hmm. way we kind of just, we picked yep. 10, 10 folks, had them over to the house, you know, I'd make nachos or make a lasagna or whatever. And it was just such a cool, cool experience. So, yeah, man, I'm excited I, for you. That's great. So there's one couple on my heart in particular that are good friends of us. And, and they've shared with us their financial struggles before. But I, I've just never felt like I can. I, I didn't feel like they were asking for advice. I've, like yeah. my, when my wa- wife tells me she has a problem, she's not looking for me to solve it. She's looking for me to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like she was... These pe- folks were looking for us to listen. That, that but, well, that'd be a great place. I, I I love that man. I think too many men, especially, run in and try to start solving things with their advice. But there's something else about an invitation. Yes, and, if and, I can and, make it available to them and invite them. That's and, r- that's right. Then you can invite them, 
and it's it's you're not shoving it down their throat, but it's hey, here's an opportunity. We're going to be there. Love for you to join us. Stay on the line. I'm going to send you a gift card for a free year of Financial Peace University that you can give to that family and tell them it's a gift on uh, from you to them and uh, invite them to the class and they can come participate and be a part of it. Thank you so much for your heart, brother. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. We're talking relationships, mental health, money, work, whatever you got. We're here for you. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. We are back. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls, 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. So, Jade, uh, student loan repayments are all the talk of the town. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say this first. I, I We were talking about this a little bit earlier. I was surprised at the number of people that... I don't know how to say it in a nice way. They they came after me and said, "Well, I hope you're happy." Oh, I said, "What do you mean you hope I'm I'm happy?" And it was this very strong. Well, we know what y'all stand for, and you got what you wanted. Yeah. And Ramsey's so excited. So I guess I guess just between me and you and the people listening, I'm a fan of people who were taken advantage of having their loans forgiven. I I don't have a problem with that. I can't stomach it while they're also making loans the next semester. And so if you're going to fix the whole system, I'm all in. I was a part of that system. Sure. I get it. If you're going to piecemeal it as as political theater, oh, and yeah. then the very next, and then the summer session one, mm-hmm. or summer session two, people would, they could have gotten their loans forgiven July 1 and turned around and taken out new loans for summer session two. And that's and then exactly what would have happened. Exactly. So it's not, tr- none of this is, 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 is people being honest about solving a problem? It's about mm-hmm. tr- it's about political theater garnering all votes. around 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 the campfire here. Absolutely. So, but there is going to be some big repercussions of this, and so this this article comes out. Let's talk about that. Yeah, it says the Supreme Court struck down President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan on Friday, which I'm sure you all know, which adds just another layer of uncertainty to those who are straddled with payments. Um, And I'm just going to read this real quick. For more than three years, federal student loan borrowers have not had to make monthly payments. We know that. And by the way, that costs taxpayers $5 billion per month. All right. You're not going to. I'll never mention that without mentioning that stat of how freaking expensive just the just the pause was. Forget getting to the actual forgiveness. Okay, but the pandemic era pause is coming to an end this fall. We know that setting up a financial shock for millions of Americans and the big name stores where they shop so here's a, an interesting twist here so we're seeing that as these student loans come back john everybody's looking at their budget going yay, 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 like i gotta find this money somewhere because again what we know is for the past three years you know people had this pause and they had this extra money in their account 
And we know that they've replaced that the student loan debt with other types of debt, whether it's car loans, home mortgages, just live in life. You know what I'm saying? And so now coming, you know, payments, which are going to resume August 30th, those payments are substantial for a lot of people. And now we're finding that retail stores are going to kind of take the hit because these folks ain't paying the money. It says the average monthly bill hovers between $200 and $300 per person, although it's even higher for some borrowers. Collectively, borrowers will resume paying about $10 billion a month. And the resumption of these payments will likely force households to cut back on spending in other areas, particularly retail. And I, th- I think that's right. Yeah, I do too. If you're a retailer and people have been buying your goods and services on credit the last three years, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a reckoning coming. Um, all, and again, what I hope everyone listening to this, so I, I do have a heart. I'm a retailer. I have stuff I want to sell. Sure. Right? I've got a book coming out in October and I just keep looking at this going, <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Right. But... Um, I'm hoping that the consumer is the one looking at this mm-hmm. and saying, I've got a three-month ramp here yes. where I can begin to make some hard choices, have hard conversations with my spouse, with my kids, start getting an extra job, What yeah. sell this car, because there's going to be a bunch of cars on the market in mm-hmm. September, October, November. That's right. There's going to be homes on the market. So um, I, I we, we rarely get 90 days or 120-day head start in life. That's right. I and mean, you've got that right now. You mm-hmm. know what's coming. If you wait until October just to go, oh my God, then that's on you. Like I agree. You've waited, right? There's so much time here. Um, and I, I, you know, this is kind of a funny article. Uh, you know, it says a number of brands, people like um, American Eagle, Carter's, Crocs. <laughs> I think that's funny. Nike, Gap. These folks are going to be the ones feeling the hit. Victoria's Secret. Um, and if they feel a hit, I think they'll be all right. I would rather people pull back on their spending, find that margin so that they can make their payments because let's not forget, and you know, guys, I'm always gonna give you the facts so you can keep it in front of you. Don't forget, before the pause, half of half of all borrowers were in default, which means they weren't able to make their payment. So that should tell us as a whole where we were back in 2019 before stuff got ratchet. And now that it is even more ratchet, don't expect do you know what i'm saying like don't expect that things are just going to magically be all right when we knew before that they weren't all right you've got to actually make steps to make things better and like like this said you know 300 dollars in your budget a lot of folks you're scrambling around right now and i have a heart for you because i get it and you're like where's this money going to come from it might be your car loan it might be that hard step of like man i got this car it's too much car trading it in and getting something less expensive because you can only side hustle for so long like most of us, this payment, it's going to follow us around for a couple of years. And how long do you really want to Instacart? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Or <laughs> or it may be time to sit down. Again, you get 90 days. It may be time to sit down and say, is this the work I want to be doing? Is this the right community for us? That's we right. moved here in 2020. We tried to make a go of it. It's not for us. Mm-hmm. Let's. Is it time to go back home? Is it time to find another new community? Yeah. Both you and I have moved for our careers. That's life. It's part yeah. of it, right? And is it fun? No. Do you? Yeah. Is it cutting ties? Great. No. It's the worst. But sometimes we have to do. What we got to do. That's right. And you want to know what, John? I'm gonna say something because you you started out the the conversation this way, and I was talking to James, our producer, and he was like, you know, sometimes people think that you're excited that they didn't get forgiveness, or that you're excited that people won't get forgiveness. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. I. I just want people, I get upset when I see people stripped of their power 
or when they yes. when they step out of their power or when they give their power to someone else that bothers me and i get way more excited when there's an opportunity for people to gain their power back Correct. and for them to realize what they're capable of and so if that ever came off that way that's not what i want i want you guys to know that i want you to win i get what it feels like to be under student loans. Look, when we had private loans, some of that interest was forgiven and it was the best thing that ever happened. I was like, oh God, thank you for giving us back this 30,000 in interest. So I get it. Um, private loans work a little differently than federal loans though. And it didn't come out in y'all's tax dollars. So that's just at the end of the day, I'm thinking about tax dollars. I'm thinking about how this money is spread around. I did not like the language free money forgiveness because it's not free it's like not free it cost everybody everything. it cost everybody everything that's so right. that's that's where that comes across for me well um, and, and both you and i have been through it right yeah our houses you've paid off way more than us but we paid off we, we had commas right yeah come on <laughs> like, come and, on and, with and the commas so it, it, again we're two people that can speak from it we've been there we know yeah. we get it where you can't breathe and you got to live a certain way and all of our friends are driving these things and living this way and mm -hmm. we're not we've we've been there yeah both of our families have been there um put off having like i don't know about y'all we like we took us a long time to have kids we all these things yeah. happen because of these these student loans but there for me there's a moment when like with my kids when i wasn't clear on some instructions mm -hmm. and i go up and i got one kid climbing on the ceiling and one kid hanging out the whatever and i finally just say okay i'm starting over i'm gonna be real real clear from this point forward and the the my belief in college and my belief in people getting educated post high school is strong. That's, that's yes. I believe in it. Yeah. My belief in my friends and and family members and um, community members that were scientists and and professors trying to make the world a better place. I'm I believe in it. Mm -hmm. And I can't take any more calls from. 24 year olds who can't breathe okay and 28 year olds who's like um marriage is falling apart and so there has to be some some way in the middle that we solve this problem yeah and if somebody comes in and says hey i've got this plan here's what it's going to look like and we're going to start today and solve this big thing mm -hmm. then man i'm all about like going up to the kids and being like all right clear the decks that's right but we're we're not even close we're not even close they got to stop making them yeah bar no they, they've got Full stop right right now. If you want to solve the problem, you've got to stop creating it. You cannot solve a problem while simultaneously creating it. Period. Yeah, we're, we're arguing about um, the type of blood transfusion to give while the doctor just keeps on cutting, okay. right? While they just keep on cutting and cutting and cutting. <sighs> got to stop the bleeding first, and then we can start looking at the damage and see what we can do about it. Agree. Oh, man. 888-825-5225. If you haven't canceled us, we'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is the Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joy joined by Jade Warshaw. Let's go out to Arsalan in Queens, New York. What's up, Arsalan? Hey, how you doing? We're doing great. How about you? Doing good, doing good. Um, well, me and my wife, we got married back in uh, 2020 during COVID, and um, preceding that, uh, we just have a beautiful, beautiful little daughter. Just arrived three months ago. Um, we paid off all of our wedding debt that we had, so. We currently owe zero dollars to anyone except Excellent. for a car loan that we have. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Except for the car loan that we have, uh, we we do have a car loan. So, but besides that, we don't owe any money to. <laughs> How much anybody, is the car right? loan, Arsalan? The, the car loan is about um, I think forty five thousand dollars for a seventy four month 
um, term. So okay, uh, hold every on. Month is a, Arslan, yeah. you can't start a call saying I don't owe anybody any money <laughs> except that's like saying I only eat except super healthy food except for Twinkies and Burger King and McDonald's and Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm contradicting <laughs> myself with that. Well, yeah. how much do you make? Yeah, bro? you're right. Um, well, I make a uh, hundred and five a year with fifty percent annual bonus, and my wife makes about uh, fifty five with another ten percent bonus for her. Okay. So in so, Queens, um, that's a little bit above minimum wage, basically. Yeah, in Queens, based out of Queens, is a little bit above minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, so man. yeah, well, here's the thing, right? So we're currently renting right now, and mm-hmm. we're paying about two thousand dollars a month for a one bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. and we don't mind moving out to the suburbs. But in Long Island, the houses are at like six hundred. We currently have about twenty five thousand dollars saved up, okay. and we just want to know what we should do moving forward. Like, should we just rent, 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 save up more, or should we just take that money and just buy yourself a house? Now, I even thought about buying myself a condo, but then the HOA fees here in Queens are like a thousand dollars a month, and I don't want to throw money away like that. So, what do you recommend that I do? Okay, this is really good. I'm glad that you're thinking about this. I'm glad that you, hey, I'm glad you got some money saved. That's great. Uh, you do have the 45000 in loans. So can I just walk you through um, the principles here that we would follow? And then you can decide if you like it or not, <laughs> basically. Sure, okay, so buying a home is is super important, right? Everybody wants a home. That's the American dream. It's We know it's a big part of building wealth. But on this show, we see time after time, when people don't do it the right way, something that was supposed to end up a blessing turns into a burden. It turns into a headache. It turns into them having to sell a house that they really love to keep. And so I want to keep that from happening to you, especially in an expensive place like New York. Um, so what mm-hmm. I would say, first things first, A1, is let's get all this debt paid off. All right, let's get rid of this $45,000 car note. Um, And it's your choice. You can either pay it off, Mm -hmm. pay off the $45,000 as it is, or you can try to downsize your car um, so that it's less debt and then pay that off, that sort of thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So getting rid of that car loan, because we don't want to go into home ownership saddled with debt. Because if anything happens, you know, your home is on the line, right? You got to be able to make that payment. So let's get clear of the debt. Now, the way we would suggest clearing out that debt is this little three-step process here. We would say get, have $1,000 saved first. That's your emergent, That's your like simple emergency fund, right? And so you've got mm-hmm. $25,000 saved. So what I would suggest is taking 24000 of that 25000 and paying down mm-hmm. this car, get it half gone, down the car. and then pay off the rest of it, you know, working hard and using, you know, your income. How quickly mm-hmm. could you do that? Um, I we could we could do that within like at least two years. That's, okay, that's maybe even less. I bet less. My, my my concern, yeah, my concern about that is, you know, when it comes when it comes down to cars, I feel like let, let's say let's say I pay off the car and then the, the, the next day tomorrow I get into a car accident, God forbid, right? Yeah. And if I, if I get into a car accident and I lose that on the car, and my insurance premium goes up, and then I also lose out on the money that I just paid off the car with. Whereas I have I have gap insurance and like if God forbid something does happen to my car, mm-hmm. I feel like gap insurance covers the remaining balance of the car and it pays off the. So the your 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 plan in life is to have a car payment for the rest of your life, so that if you ever get in a car accident, 
you're not out money. Am I understanding that correctly? Because if that's what you're saying, Arsalan, I'm, ab- I'm about to make you look silly here on the radio. And I don't want to do oh, that. Don't make, don't make me look silly now. No, look, you, um, Arsalan, you know. made yourself I'll, look silly on this one. <laughs> come on, Arsalan. I, I think that's just you saying, I don't want to come out of pocket to pay this off. Because at the end of the day, you have insurance. If something happens, they're going to pay out. Yes, you might not get the exact value. I mean, that's just part of it. Um, but you're still going to end up in a better situation if you have the you're car paid off. seven percent or eight percent against that forty five thousand dollar car over seventy two months. Yeah, for the privilege of something that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, you're you're paying yeah, for the car true. three times over so that you can avoid something that's not even something you need to avoid. It doesn't make sense. You know, yeah, that makes sense. That okay. makes sense. I get I get where you're coming in from. Um, so you recommend just pay off this car yeah, get like the, immediately. Get the debt cleaned up immediately as quickly as possible. Take on extra work to do it. Then stack up that savings back up to 25000 All right? Then, okay. and only then, because you want to go into the home ownership, no debt, with three to six months saved, okay? And then mm-hmm. we need to start talking about the real cost around home ownership. Because a lot of times we just talk about the down payment. And I'm like, no, there's more to it than that. When you go to buy a house, exactly. I, I always tell people... Keep this acronym in your mind. You want a stacked deck, D-E-C. You need to be ready for a down payment, which could be, I don't know, about 5 five to 10% for sure. I'd say 10 to 20, yeah. yeah I mean, that'd be nice, yeah. but I'm not mad if he gets it between, you know. Yeah, as a 20% for a $600,000 house, that's 120K. Look, the uh, reason we, a lot of money we want up. you to have a lot because we want you to have instant equity. And usually you need to get somewhere between... At least above 5% because you don't want to be, you know, try to get it 10 to 20. Then you want it, mm-hmm. you might have to do some earnest money, right? Sometimes they ask you to put like 1% to 3% down to say like, yes, I'm actually going to buy this house. And then you've got your closing costs. And let, let me put on top mm-hmm. of that, okay? Arslan, I'm all about it too. I bought, my wife and I bought a house. It's incredible. We love it. We had it inspected. And then we had a couple of different aspects of it inspected by a, another professional. In the three years we've owned it, I've had to replace the roof, an air conditioner. Um, we had to replace some water system. And then this past weekend, we had the electric guys out because something kept tripping down in the basement. And the guys told my wife, and I quote, you're going to want to sit down before I tell you what actually is going on. <laughs> oh, wow. The cost is staggering. The cost of and maintenance, right? It's, yeah. well, it's just life happens, mm-hmm. man. Life happens. And so... Um, we want you to be ready. Yes. Here's the thing. There's been seasons of my life when I would have thrown up at the number they gave us. I would have vomited. <laughs> and then I've been trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to get out of this house. In this case, because we followed this plan all the way through, it's annoying, pretty frustrating. And the argument my wife and I had was who had to call and schedule it. Not mm-hmm. what car did we have to sell? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's, so that's what I guess to... what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of obviously that, but I'm also afraid of the way, you know, like, let's say I pay the car off and I have money saved, but I'm, I'm paying rent every month and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just throwing money away in a, in a, in a trash can. You're not. You're not. Rent, I get rent. that. I get that. You're but not. you're not. Um, my husband and I, we rented for 10 years. And me and my wife have rented probably rented for five to 10 yeah. also. And it, it I, look, what you're saying is not, I, I get that. You do feel like it, but when you understand the intent behind it, if you understand the the end point, the goal in mind, 
uh, and keep your eye on that, then it kind of puts the rest of it into perspective. It's like, no, I'm not throwing this money away. I'm doing something smart so that later I can, you know, so I can have the thing that I want. And you understand that there's some length to that. And it's not just uh, that decision to rent does not exist in a bubble you know, it's part apart of a plan. from everything else. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So, Arsalan, mm-hmm. let me ask you a hard question. Yeah. If buying a house meant leaving New York, would you do it? Yeah, absolutely. I've been telling my, my wife, let's move to Texas, but she doesn't want to. So, well, it, <laughs> I've been te- kinda... Texas is a long way from New York, but there's a lot of stops in between. But I'm seeing more and more and more people say, hey, we want to have the life we want okay. over some magical geographical location. So mm-hmm. if it means going to Texas, going to Kansas, going to Nashville, we're going to move and get the house that we want. We'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. Listen, on this show, we talk to a lot of hurting people. And if you're like us, you live in these, you, you live in a community, in a neighborhood where people are hurting or you hear the news and you're beside yourself on either side of the aisle with how your neighbors are spending their money, how your government is spending your money, and you just want to scream, will somebody please teach these people? The easiest way you can help out your neighbors to help out folks in your community that you will never otherwise talk to is simply to like or subscribe or leave a five-star review of the show because it kicks it up in the algorithms and it puts the show in front of more people who are typing at midnight after they just got a credit card balance that they can't pay. Oh God, what do I do? How do I pay off debt? And it kicks the show up in front of them and it puts them on a new path. The number of people who call us and say, I call, I, I was desperate at 2 a.m., at 1 a.m., and I ran across this show on YouTube or I was scrolling through podcasts trying to find some glimmer of hope in the darkness and the algorithm kicked this show up to me. Um, it's just, it, it's staggering how many people call and let us know. It's It costs nothing to help out your neighbor. So just like, subscribe, tell your friends. If you have a particular episode that means a lot to you, text it over to your friends, send it around, um, but spread the word and let's help everybody. Mm-hmm. Get their heads screwed on straight when it comes to their life, their relationships, their money, their work, all of it. We all could use a little more peace. All right, let's go out to Charlotte, North Carolina, and talk to the great and wonderful Margaret. What's up, Margaret? Hey, how are y'all today? We are partying. How about you? <laughs> I'm great, thanks. What's up? So, um, I'm a single mom. I have two kids. The oldest is going off to college. I make about 130 grand a year, and I have I just started a new job, so I have the potential to make a good bit more, which is awesome. Um, I have about forty thousand dollars in credit card debt. I have a mortgage. It's around five hundred grand, or it's around five hundred thousand dollars. My payment is around thirty two hundred. My mom lives with me, but she pays rent. And um, I've tried numerous times to do the baby steps, but I feel like something always comes up. There's always some kind of emergency, and then there goes my emergency fund, and then there goes the credit card. So Mm. I wanted to see if y'all would y'all suggest putting more in an emergency fund, like two thousand instead of fifteen hundred. What do you? I wouldn't. Um, I I am curious what sorts of things are coming. I have several questions, but. Um, okay. So with the emergency fund, you're getting the thousand dollars saved super fast, right? Like thirty yeah. days max, right? 
It's not taking you forever and a day to get it saved, right? No, it's not. Okay. So when these emergencies that are popping up, what what types of things are popping up? Um, So a lot of times it can be medical bills or Mm -hmm. a car issue. Um, Like I had... Um, I had a tire blowout and then I had, and then I realized it was time to get all new tires. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I do have a car loan. It's pretty, it's a low interest rate and low. Oh, I um, thought you said you only had credit card debt. I did. Sorry. Let me back up car loan as well. How much is that? It's, um, in total, I think it's 18,000. Okay. So it's just the credit cards, the car payment, anything else, student loans, anything like that? No. Okay. Um, Let me hop in here real quick, and then Jay's going to take it. I have to just have to say this. You had a, t- a tire explode, and then you realized that it was time to get new tires. Yeah. If you live with the new way of thinking that we're trying to teach you, you mm-hmm. can't afford new tires. You can only... Um, if, and I, Do you need them? Absolutely. Do you need me to rotate it again and see if they'll go through another few months until you can get crap paid off? Yes. And next month, can you put it in the budget so you can just cash flow it because you make $130,000? Yes. Yes. And one tire at a time. It it, it may be one. But see what I'm saying? Like, If you have this idea that I can't afford it so I can't have it, that's the total Mm -hmm. soul change we're talking about here. Otherwise, you're going to keep finding these little ticky-tack emergencies and you're never going to get through with it. Sorry, Jade. No, John, you make an excellent point because what I was going to say to you, Margaret, is with the emergency fund, it forces us to rethink what an emergency really is. Now, your tire blows mm-hmm. out on the interstate, that's an emergency, you right? Get a tire. Yeah. Sorry. But do you have to buy all four tires at once? No, no, you don't. Can you buy the one that you need and can you get a cheapo to get you through? Yes, you can. Um, some mm-hmm. of the other things that pop up, you've got to decide, okay, is there a way that I can cash flow this? Because we don't, mm-hmm. the, the goal is not to dip into the $1,000 all the time. You want to try to find a way that you can cash flow it, that you can come up with some extra money, that you can cut something out of your budget in order to make those things happen. And my guess mm-hmm. is that maybe you're calling something an emergency simply because it was unexpected. But yeah. if it's truly going to be an emergency, it's got to be something that's not only unexpected, but it's got to be absolutely necessary. And it's got to be, there's got to be a time sensitivity on it as well. So a medical bill, I would not go into my emergency fund to pay that. I would be like, hey, let's work out something, but I can't pay you today. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'll so, put it in my budget yeah, for next so, month. Yeah. So let's try to well, get to the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So the medical bill, I'm diabetic. So, so you know, if I get a three month um, I have newer insurance. It's not as great as what I had before. Uh-huh. If I go to get three month refills, then I might be spending four to five hundred dollars. I see. And so, yeah. so we got we got to get that into the budget. Up in the budget, yeah. To where it's yeah. not an emergency thing. And I know that, like you said, your insurance is switching, so maybe you didn't necessarily see that coming. But that's what we're looking for. And mm-hmm. the bigger thing is with this the bigger thing I want to find is where's the margin in your budget? Because ideally with your debt, you're creating your budget every month and there's a certain amount of margin, hopefully at the end for you to put towards your debt snowball, which is baby step two. And so hopefully whenever these things pop up, you're able to go, well, Hey, maybe instead of paying extra on this or paying extra on that, I got to, ca- I got to put this in the budget now and I've got to cash flow it like that. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. So let's Thank try you. to do that as opposed to going to the emergency fund. Cash flow first and, and rearrange the budget first and then 
And only then, like I said, it's got to be unexpected. It's got to be unavoidable. It's got to be all those things before you really dip into the emergency fund. Um, and I think that should help you. Um, aren't you doing the debt snowball? Yes. Okay. And it, you just keep getting knocked back. So yeah, I think that should be, I mean, does that sound like that's going to solve your problem? I want to make sure we're solving it for you. Yeah, it does. I think it just, it gets really discouraging when, you know, something comes up and then like, I can't put that payment on the credit card debt because I feel like something unexpected come up that came up. So it is something I need to plan for better. That's fair. And listen, it takes about 90 days. We found mm-hmm. it takes about three months for somebody to level out their budget when they start. And so mm-hmm. there's an old counseling term from the great Irvin Yalom. It's in, it's this, everything is data. So it is frustrating, but you learn something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to take that information. I'm going to apply it next month and I'm going to make a better run at it. And then you find out your insurance isn't as great. And this thing that you got for a hundred bucks at your last job now is going to cost you $400. Ah, that's the worst, but it's just data. Now I got some more information. So next month I'm going to make sure that when I have to buy this again, um, I've got that, that information there. Let me ask you a quick question. You said you got a kid going to college and you have one other kid and your mom, is that it? Yeah. I have two dogs. Do they count? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you a, a naive question. Um, mm-hmm. Could it be time to downsize house? And you got a five hundred thousand dollar home. Yeah, and is your mom your paying budget? half of the? Bu- is she paying half? Please tell me. Yes. No. So I, I actually have um, an apartment in the house. It has a mother-in-law suite, so uh, she pays. Um, l- about she pays about a third and then i pay two thirds now your two thirds is it less than 25 percent of your take-home pay um hold on let me math that real quick math that uh, math that when you get off the phone with us because that could be your problem there for sounds sure like you got a lot of house okay. for one kid a couple of dogs and your mother yeah it may be time to begin to make some some uh home transitions there but love that just something to think on just something to think on um And cut up these credit cards. Yeah, cut them up. And the second caller in a row that's like, hey, I only have this one debt, except for these other debts. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You got to take full ownership of your reality. Money that you owe to anyone for any reason is debt. That's right. That's right. Hey, I want to thank the guys in the booth. Thank you, America. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.